this short video, I want to talk about how shooting can make a big impact in your offseason, in your player development, in your growth as a, as a basketball player. And players are made in the summer. Shooters are made over an extended period of time, continuing to work on their craft, master their craft. So in this short video, I want to share with you just three. And we could go in a bunch of different directions with shooting. And if you have questions or comments, feel free to throw them in the comments. And, and after I finish, I'll answer some of those. But in this short video, I really want to share with you three things that have been on my mind this past week regarding shooting and how your approach to the offseason can make uh, big gains with adopting some of these philosophies in your, your workout. Okay. So the first thing, and probably the most important thing with shooting the basketball and with playing sports in general, is mindset over skill set. Mindset over skill set. If you work hard on your game, and a lot of players do, and you don't quite see the results right away, we start to beat ourselves up. Or you put in X amount of shots and certain amount of work, and then you have a bad game, something doesn't go that well, and then you start to beat yourself up and you start to tell yourself, I'm working on my game, I'm working on my skills, but it's not, I'm not getting the results. Maybe I'm just a bad shooter. Maybe it's just not for me. Maybe something special about everybody else, but, but not me. I can't become a great shooter. You're working on your skills, but the mindset isn't there to continue to allow you to grow. And so that's why I say it's mindset over skill set. When we develop the mindset of no matter what situation we're in, no matter where we're at, if we've had a good game, a bad game, not feeling good, whatever that is, if we can have this mindset of everything that I'm doing now is an opportunity for me to grow and improve moving forward, that's the mindset that we need to have. And when it comes to shooting, it's even more important because you are literally getting an instant result every time you take that shot of if it went in or not. So we cannot be so hard on ourselves and beat ourselves up. The best shooters in the world make 50% of their shots in a game, the best, right? The best three-point shooters are generally making around 40%. So they're missing more than they're actually making and they're the best at what they do, okay? So we can't beat ourselves up when things aren't going well. So it's mindset over skill set. When we develop a proper mindset, a strong mindset for what we're doing, now the skills that we're working on start to fall into place, all right? So it's about that mindset first, developing that shooter's mindset. And when you miss the shot, believing that your work is going to pay off and that you're going to continue to get better and better and better because you're sticking with the plan long-term. Now, that's number one. The next thing that I want to really emphasize is what does your form shooting progression look like? And I'll give you an example. There's a young lady that I worked with earlier this afternoon, class of 2023, guard. She can really shoot the basketball. One of the first things we do when we get into the gym is work on our form shooting, right? And for her, she's a pretty advanced player. And so we break down through our four phases of form shooting, and she has to make a total of 30 shots. For our younger players, I recommend making 50 of these shots. But here's what it looks like. Let me give you kind of a, a, a sneak peek of what that looks like. We get to about five or six feet in front of the basket. We hold, hold the basketball in our hand, one hand. We bring the basketball up. 
We're not jumping, we're not going fast. We're simply working on the follow through of that shot. Our offhand is not touching the ball, but it's next to it. So we can concentrate on what that follow through looks like without actually putting the hand on the ball yet. And this is what I call phase one form shooting, where we just concentrate on the follow through of the shot. Now for her, the player I was working with today, she can really, really shoot it already. And so we make 30 instead of 50. So we made five shots, five or six feet away from the rim, just one hand on the ball, taking our time, making sure our follow through is solid. Notice I said makes, not takes. We're making five. Then we take a small step back, so we're eight or nine feet away from the basket. We put two hands on the ball. We work in more of a game motion, so the ball's a little lower. And then we come up and out into the shot. We make another five of those shots. I call that phase two form shoot. Right, we're working on the ball motion, coming up and out nice and fluid. After we've made those five, we go into what I call phase three form shooting, where we concentrate on the body motion of the shot. So now we've backed it up again. We're 10, 12 feet away from the basket, depending on kind of the strength and age level of the player. We're down, our hips are back, our knees are bent slightly. And when we bring the basketball up, now we're using our legs, we're finishing high and up on the toes. Right, this is kind of like a free throw in a lot of ways. We're making 10 of those shots. So if you've been hanging with me, we've now made 20 form shots through three different phases, follow through, ball motion, and body motion shots. Now, after we've done that, we've worked any of the kinks out, we've seen the basketball through a bunch of times already. Now we're gonna start to add some game speed shots, but it's still form. We're still working on the basic mechanics of shooting the basketball, making sure everything is nice and fluid. So I'll have her take a step back. So now we're 14, 15 feet away from the basket. We're around the free throw line, but we're going game speed. She's going to make 10 game speed shots with a real concentration on fluid motion of the body and the basketball working together. So now she's made 30, what I call form shots, broken down into four different phases. And we've used this in a way that we progress away from the basket. You know, some players will do all their form shooting like five feet away from the basket. I know that's how I used to do it. And then I felt like I had to, okay, I got all the kinks out close to the basket, but now I have to kind of reset myself as I continue to go farther. So we've done all of that essentially at the same time, just progressing our way back out. So now we've already been making game speed shots 10 feet away. Now we're ready to get into um, our, the rest of our shooting workout, our basketball workout, whatever it is that we're going to do. And I will say, even if we're not really working on our shooting for that workout, we're still getting those makes in shooting the basketball. So that's a sneak peek of the four phases of farm shooting that I came up with a, four, a few years ago so that we could progress, so that we could break our shot down into pieces um, because players have uh, different strengths and weaknesses with their shot. And so it's important that um, we focus on what some of those specifics are. So maybe uh, it's phase two that you're struggling with. Well, we can hone in on phase two, make sure we take an extra shots, working on the fluid motion of the basketball before we add in some, some other variables. Okay, so that's very, very important from, from an educational standpoint. That really helps us be able to grow, develop, and improve. So, so far in this short video, we've talked about mindset over skill set, and we've talked about our form shooting progression, four phases of form shooting. Our four phases of form shooting. We go over this at all of our shooting camps, all of our shooting clinics, 
our finishing moves and shooting camps, we go over all of that. Our private camps, if the coach wants me to work on shooting, we go over the four phases of form shooting. If you've bought uh, our online training app, the Shooter's Blueprint has the four phases of form shooting in there. I swear by it. All right. So it's in anything that we do a shooting. I make sure we talk about the four phases of form shooting because it's that important. The way that we progress it will help you get better faster. Now, you got that in. You're like, okay, coach, mindset over skill set. I know how I work on my form. Now, what do I do? Okay. Now we need to ask ourselves what types of drills we're using to get the best results. Now, I say that because some players can make a lot of shots in practice, but it doesn't translate as much to the game. So what might that look like? Maybe they're doing just spot shooting, 10 shots in the corner, 10 shots at the wing, and you're making a high percentage, and then you, you scrimmage in practice or you're playing in the games and the ball's not going in and you're wondering why. Well, I can tell you why. You're not practicing all the variables that you should to get results in a game. So it's, it might not even be the mindset aspect of it. You might have that on point as well. But if you're not practicing the different variables that I'm about to share, you still could be hurting yourself a little bit. So breaking those down. One is called block practice. Block practice is essentially what we do with our form shooting. When you do something again and again and again, there's no variable involved. All right. That would be you're in the corner. You shoot 10 of the exact same shots in a row from the exact same spot. That's block practice. OK, it's good. It's important. But if you're only on a steady diet of that, you're not going to get a whole lot of translation into what you're going to try to do in a game when there's all these different decisions and movements being being installed in a game, happening in a game. Right. So block practice is one. We need to make sure we're practicing some of that. You get a high amount of repetitions in. Number two, game situation shooting, right? That could involve uh, multiple skills. So maybe you dribble to the wing, you pass to a teammate, you cut down to the corner, you get the ball back and you shoot it. That's just like a game situation, right? We're, we're basing it on the game. Now, you know what you're going to do. There's no decision to be made, but the actions, there's multiple skills involved just like you would in a game. Maybe it looks like um, you set a screen for somebody and then you roll to the basket and you get a layup and then you throw it out to the coach and you're curled to the other side and then you take a jump shot. Maybe it's you're at the three-point line and you work on a jab step and then you work on a hard dribble to the left into a pull-up jump shot. Okay, now we, we've worked a little bit on a jab we've worked on some dribble we've worked on a pull-up and then if we can start to expand off that and add different things movements that we would do in a game we're applying multiple skills in one drill with the emphasis on shooting the basketball that's going to allow for you to grow okay so you're sticking with me so far we've covered two of the four main types of practice that i want you guys to do block practice same thing again and again and again when we start to go uh game-based shooting or game situation shooting, we are now working on uh, multiple skills at the same time. Now, the third one is random practice. Random practice is very much like the game. Random meaning you don't know what you're going to do next, right? So if I were your partner and I was passing the basketball to you, I could say, if I pass it to you and I stay back, it's catch and shoot. If I pass it to you and I run at you, it's dry. If I pass it to you and I put my hands back up, 
you need to pass it back to me. That's random, right? You have no idea what I'm going to do. And so you're reading it in real time and you're trying to make the correct decision as quickly as possible before you get into your action. That's random practice. There are many ways to do this, right? You got a defender out there. If they step one way, you change direction. If they don't step, you keep going, right? If they come back, you pull it. There's a million different ways that you can use random practice anytime or you're making a decision to do it. Uh, another one, we do two ball handling. So I might dribble two basketballs and my partner's underneath the basket. He yells out right or left. If he yells out right, I pass with the right hand and I shoot the basketball that was in my left. And then I spot up, he'll throw that first basketball back to me and I catch and shoot. Why is it random practice? I don't know what hand he's going to tell me to pass with. So I'm I'm thinking I'm engaged instead of doing drills where I become like a robot. I just go here, 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 and there's no thinking involved. In the game, you're thinking. So we want to make sure we're using random practice into our workouts. And the fourth type of drill involves both random practice and game situation. It's a combination, all right? So that could be um, something where you're working on multiple skills, but at some point there's a decision to be made. So you have to make a read. So if uh, I'm in a game and I work on coming off of a ball screen, all right? So I dribble a defender down, I come off the ball screen, very much game situation, and then I pass it to my teammate who rolls to the basket, okay? Now, that may seem very uh, specific, like we're always going to do that, but depending on what my teammate does with the basketball could determine what I'm going to do, right? So if they dribble out to the corner, maybe I'm going to cut to them on the wing and catch and shoot that. Maybe if they pretend like they're going to post up, I backdoor cut and get a layup and go to the basket. Or I go to the weak side and I spot up and they throw a skip pass across to me and I take the shot there. Again, there's a million different situations where we could use um, this type of drill instruction. And we do at all of our camps. All right. We break down all four of these types of drills at our camps, which is I, which is one of the reasons why I think our players get a lot better faster is because we're throwing all of these types of drills at our players. And, you know, I've thought about all this stuff as far as how we stagger our workouts and our camps and everything. So when it comes to your instruction, as we get to that final uh, drill type that I've used, and you don't have to use these in order, all right, I'll say that you don't have to use these in order. Um, but when we get into that final one, a great way to do that is have a drill set up, but it finishes with one-on-one -on -one or it finishes with, with two-on-two. You're still focusing on a certain type of shot that you may be working on throughout the course of your workout, a certain type of finish, whatever that might be. But at the same time, because you're playing one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two, -two, there's obviously a lot of decisions that need to be made because you got a teammate out there, you know, a couple defenders out there. And so based on what they're going to do determines what the best decision might be for you as well. Okay. So this is essentially a, a, a sneak peek at how we develop all of our shooters. This is a sneak peek at how we go about all of our basketball camps and basketball clinics, especially with shooting the basketball. And we want to make sure that all of our kids know, like the big part with our shooting camps and our shooting instruction is not so much what we do at the camp. Like if you're there for three days, do I hope you're a better shooter by the time you leave? Yeah. But more importantly than that, it's my hope that you have these buckets of instruction types and you say, okay, I got all these buckets. I have all these these things that I can work on. And now when I go home, I'm going to pull something out of this bucket. 
I'm gonna pull something out of this bucket. I'm gonna pull something out of out of this bucket so that you can continue to get better moving forward. So with our camps and our clinics, it's more so so about how much can I show you, how much can I teach you in a condensed amount of time, and then what you do with it is on you. Great shooters, great players, people that are good at anything that they do. It takes an extended period of time. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of practice. That's why I have a lot of respect for anybody that can shoot the basketball at a high level. Because I know there's only one way to do that. You might be a really good basketball player, but it could be because you are super fast or super tall. You can jump really high. But if you can shoot, there's only one way to become a great shooter. And that's putting in the time, putting in the work on a consistent basis to get it done. All right. So with all of that said, a couple things that I want to leave you with is kind of your call to action. If you're interested in our shooting camps, they're all full, all right? We might add some more spots, so we'll see. If you want a one-day camp to come to your school, I have like four days left this summer that are open. I could come to your school and we could run a shooting camp. Third thing, our, our player development app, or Kramer Basketball, is $9.99 a month, and it contains what I call the shooter's blueprint. And we go through our four phase of form shooting and we go through a wide variety of drill types shooting the basketball. So you would go on there and we talk about backpedaling into a shot. And I'm going to share with you the little basic teaching points to make shooting off the backpedal more successful for you. We'll talk about shooting in transition when you're dribbling fast and then you have to quick stop. And I'll break down a couple key teaching points on how you can shoot better when you're going fast and you stop quickly and get on balance in transition. We'll talk about how you can come off of the screen when you're cutting, moving fast without the basketball, the defender trailing you. And then when you, how you can stop and get on balance. I'll break down some, a couple very simple, sizable, consumable teaching points. And then you, you get in your workout. And with the shooter's blueprint in our app, we've also progressed in week one as a testing. So there's a bunch of fun shooting drills that you can, write your score down the track. And then you'll do them again in week five. Say, okay, how much better am I at some of these things compared to week one? And then week nine, which is the last week of our shooter's blueprint in the app, now you test the same drills again, and now you can see how far you've come from all the way back into week one. So I'm doing these for, for the month of May. And if you guys like these short videos, let me know. I, I plan to do at least one of these every week until we start our summer camp run when June, when June kicks off. But I'm passionate about it. I want you to get better. All right? If you're watching right now, I want you to get better. If you're going to watch the replay of this later, I want you to get better. And so if I can give you some of the tools and the tips as far as your mindset, how you work on your mechanics and your form, and then once you got your mechanics and form down, what do some of the drills look like to get you the, the most bang for your buck in a workout? I want to help you out and do those things, all right? So that in mind, hit me up if you have any questions. Carly, thank you for watching. Carly Foos can absolutely shoot the basketball, and she's, she's one of the best students with, with Kramer basketball we have. Really proud of the hard work that she, that she puts in. So come to our shooting camps. We don't have many spots available. We might open up a few more. If you're not a member of the Kramer basketball app, I'll put the link below this video so you can check that out if you're interested i'll answer any questions that you have and if you're a coach you say i think we should have a shooting camp or a clinic this summer or this fall 
hit me up. I have a couple spots left, and then we haven't really dug into our fall schedule left uh, yet. So that's a possibility as well. Thank you guys for listening. It shows me you want to get better simply by watching this live or watching the replay later. I wish you guys the best of luck, and let me know if there's anything that I can do for you. All right. Thanks again. Get after it today or tomorrow. Going to get, get your homework done. Get to bed. All right, so that was our Facebook Live presentation. It took probably, I don't know, a little under 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, and we're breaking down those three main things. Your mindset. Mindset over skill set is key. Your skill set will follow if your mindset is in the right place. Form shooting techniques that we teach with Kramer basketball, you want those you want them on video and you want to see that step-by-step -step instruction, you should really join the Kramer Basketball app. I'll put the link in the description below. And then we talked about the drill types that you can use to continue to improve your game. Some of these are harder to do if you're just by yourself. So that's where you really work on block practice and you work on the multi-skill type drills coming off of a cut, dribble move, and then we'll pull up. You can start to vary those types of shots. Now, for the random practice and for the game-based drills, you obviously need at least one more person to make a pass or to play one-on-one -on -one against or to give you some type of read. So there's a lot of improvement that you can make when you're working out by yourself. And then when you do have a partner with you, make sure that you're changing up the drills that you're using because you want to you wanna get the most out of the fact that there's another person there. Use that to your advantage by changing up and, and using some decision-making skills within the drills that you're doing. All right. Thanks again for listening. And as always, get after today.